Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to r slash I don't work here, lady. Where Karens keep mistaking regular customers as employees. And in this episode, a Karen has no idea that she's harassing the store owner and she gets embarrassed. Guys... I hope you enjoy the lineup today. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed. And as always, you can send your stories to this email right here. Let's dive in, guys. So here is some background. I'm a banker, and I usually wear the standard suit and tie when I go to work. Now, I say usually because on occasion, the AC unit at my branch goes down, and our manager doesn't enforce the dress code when it's 95 degrees outside and the AC's down. On those occasions, we can leave our blazers at home, and we can just roll up the sleeves of our button-downs. On one such day, today, I had plans to meet up with a friend of mine at a CVS. That's a little far from me, but I didn't mind the trip. It was her last day, as she finally got a grown-up job in finance after a few months out of college, and we wanted to celebrate a bit. So I came to that CVS early, and I had time to wait, maybe like 15 minutes for my friend's final shift to be over. I didn't have much to do, so I guess I was just doing some window shopping. Not really interested in buying anything, but I just wanted to see what they had on sale. A few people that worked there knew me, and they spoke to me for a bit, since my friend was working there throughout all of college. To the outside observer, I guess a guy dressed semi-professionally talking to employees at CVS might seem like I'm the manager or something. A few people did come up to me asking where they could find this or that product. Since I was just looking around and I knew some of the answers, I just told them where to go and didn't go into detail about me not even being an employee. And that's where it happens. Out of nowhere, a middle-aged Russian woman comes up to me. I could tell by the thick, heavy accent. She was wearing fake designer everything and she had the attitude like every second extra I take to answer her is a precious second I took from her super important life. The woman said to me, wear big bottled water. Since I had just passed it two aisles ago, I told her, and I just went back to looking around, waiting for my friend, who's just changing in the back. The next thing I know, I hear shouting at the front of the store. So like a few others, I slowly walked towards the noise to see what's going on. It was the same Russian lady, and she was screaming her lungs out at the poor new cashier who only started a few weeks ago, and was training to replace my friend. The lady was screaming because she wanted to buy two cases of water with the coupon that she had. This coupon would have given her those two cases for 40% off, maybe saving her at most $2. The woman was making a scene to the point where the new girl's eyes were already watering, and this woman acted like she's losing thousands of dollars. The reason for this is that her coupon expired four months ago and she didn't see the date. At one point, the woman looks around and she sees me, and in an angry rage, she basically runs to me and starts screaming in broken English at me. The conversation goes a bit like this. The lady comes up to me and says, That girl is stupid. She does not know how to do job. You, come do coupon for me. I replied, uh, ma'am, I'm sorry, but I don't... The lady cuts me off and says, I am talking now. You listen to me. Help me. 
This is Big Star, not Little Marketplace. When I come with coupon, you use. I respond, okay, but I don't. She then cuts me off again and says, what I just say. When I'm talking, you be quiet. At this point, some of the other employees who knew me are half in shock. And some of the others who I knew pretty well are trying to hold back a grin since they know I don't work here and want to see what I'll do. The lady keeps going on and says, I come with coupon. You can see it says 40% off and that idiot cashier is saying no good. I wait for her to take a breath and I say, may I talk? The lady says, what? I say to her, ma'am, the coupon you're pretty much pressing against my face says valid until four months ago. Also, I don't. She then cuts me off for a final time and says, you are a liar. If you wanted to take it, you can take it and give me discount. But you know want to because you are disgusting pig. She then immediately turns, takes her phone out and calls her husband. And in Russian, she starts screaming over the phone, pretty much saying that I'm a moron, that I'm full of crap, that my mom didn't raise me right, and that my mom and dad are even probably related so I didn't come out right. Now the only reason I knew she said all that because I'm in fact Russian myself. I came to America when I was two years old, and I'm fluent. At this point, the stuff she was saying got me seeing a little red because I could understand, so I decided to give her a piece of my mind. In Russian, I start screaming that she's in fact the inbred moron, as she's been screaming at me for the last five minutes, without even letting me get a word in so I can't even tell her I don't work here. That she came to the store with an expired coupon that would save her $3, and she's about to commit murder because she can't read the part that says it expired four months ago. That if she needs the savings so bad, maybe she should stop buying bootleg designer and it might save her the extra $3 she needs so badly. Hearing me scream at her in Russian, her mouth was about to hit the floor. She was speechless. I think partly due to the fact that I had the nerve to do that, and the other part was because I actually understood everything she was saying, and I replied in Russian. I then reached into my pocket, took out $3 that I got back as change from buying lunch earlier, and slowly dropped them on the floor in front of her face. I then turned around and walked towards the door where my friend was waiting and watching in shock. I walked out with the swagger of Clooney and DiCaprio combined, knowing that I just put that lady in her place better than anyone ever will. There were a few people around watching, most were smiling, and some of the younger ones even burst out laughing. My goodness guys, I would have loved to have seen her jaw drop to the floor when she realized that Opie was screaming at her in fluent Russian, that's absolutely hilarious. And guys, this is why you wait until you're in your car to do that kind of stuff. Never in front of anyone's face. I'm just kidding, jokes people, but seriously, I'm glad it happened around OP because maybe next time she'll think twice about doing something like that. So here's a bit of a backstory to start us off. This was all back in 2005. And listening to all of these stories, I thought I'd share my experience. I started working at a popular game shop in October of 2005 as holiday help. It just so happened to be the year the Xbox 360 released. Now as you can imagine, the Xbox 360 release in November was insane. Consoles were flying off the shelves due to it being Christmas season. In the ensuing weeks after its release, I saw many return the Xbox 360 console for overheating issues that caused the red ring of death. 9 out of 10 times, this was caused by people being extremely stupid with the console. Below is one such story. 
I should also note that I had a side business repairing PCs and Xbox consoles, as the store often turned people away for being past the return period, so I was making a tiny profit repairing things for people who didn't want to wait for warranty. And here's why this is an I don't work here lady story. My final shift had just ended. I was no longer an employee at the store and I had turned in my lanyard. The manager, who I was on great terms with, had asked me to mind the store for 20 minutes as she needed to empty the registers to make a bank deposit. I readily agreed as I was helping a friend. However, her bank run took nearly 50 minutes. Now on with the main story. So I'm in the store, totally alone, and decided to reorganize the PlayStation 2 shelves. The shelves were along the back wall, which allowed the front entrance to stay in my peripheral. And that's when in walks what I now know to be a Karen. She was wearing cheap gold jewelry, typical haircuts, knockoff shoes, she had resting bitch face, and as much plastic on her body as a Barbie doll. The woman has a large plastic bag in hand, which she thunks down on the counter. I notice she also has a 9-year-old behind her. The following conversation begins. So I say, can I help you? The Karen says, yes, I want you to exchange this console for a new one. It stopped working. It's useless now. I say, um, I actually don't work. She then says, I don't care if it's your department or not. Get over here and help me. At this point, I let out a sigh, and I say, uh, let me take a look and see what I can do. Karen says, fine, but I haven't got all day. I then ask, do you have the receipt? So at this point, she hands over the receipt, which is badly faded. But I figure out the console was picked up on release day, November 22nd, and it was now February 20th. Further on, inspecting the console, I notice a square spot directly under it that is very shiny plastic, almost looking like it's melted. I also notice that Karen's looking at the price-dropped Elite console bundle at the front, and her kid is standing nearby, so I call him over and say, uh, hey kiddo, is this your console? The kid says, uh-huh. I asked him, can you tell me where you normally keep it? He tells me, in the big room. I say, with the couches and stuff? The kid says, uh-huh. I then go on and say, tell me, is there a vent in there where hot and cold air comes out? The kid says, yeah, but the game covers it up. Mama says it gets way too hot in that room. Now at this point, I'm facepalming. Karen decided to use a $400 box of hot electronics to plug a heat vent. No wonder it stopped working and started to melt. It overheated. Also in the bag are three other games, all scratched to hell and back, so I call over Karen. I tell Karen, I'm sorry, but this console is way past our return period. And as the reason it stopped working was due to negligence, the manufacturer likely won't fix it either, but... The Karen stops me right there and says, What the F? Just exchange it for another one. Now, I no longer worked at the store, and in hindsight, I should have closed the door. But with my knowledge of games, I was hoping to at least have some people ready to check out for my manager when she returned. However, this Karen really pushed my buttons, and I snapped and said, Lady, you are obviously very stupid. Hearing that, her face starts getting that lovely color of cherry red. I then go on and say, First, our return policy is 15 days. Anything past that is the manufacturer's problem. Second, your son told me that you used a sensitive piece of electronics to block a heat vent. You're lucky your house didn't burn down. At this point, the Karen's screaming, and she says, You can't talk to me like that. Give me your corporate number. I'm gonna report you and get you fired. At this point, I figure, what the heck? I've already finished working here. 
so I write down the corporate number on a piece of paper, and then an idea struck me. A few weeks back, we had a new seasonal guy who was just terrible. He was rude with customers, knew nothing about what he was selling, and he bossed others around. So I wrote his employee name and number on it. The Karen is screaming at me the whole two minutes it takes me to write all this down. That's when Fred the security guy comes running up to the front, like a murder was going on. Fred says, what the heck is going on here? Karen says to him, that employee is extremely rude and he tried to assault me, call the police, and have him arrested. Fred says, is this true? To which I say, no. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh, you know where the camera computer is. Go take a look. The last 12 minutes should do it. Hearing me say camera, Karen sputters and says, camera? Fred says to her, do I really need to take a look at that footage or will you calm down? I say to Fred, she's got to be escorted from the building. Here's the information you requested. Have a nice day. Karen is screaming, I'll have your job for this. She then leaves the Xbox, stomps out, and practically drags her poor kid behind her. Fred returns about seven minutes later, and he says, what the heck was that all about? I say to him, grab us some coffee, and I'll tell you once the manager gets back. Oh, grab her one too. So Fred grabs three coffees and returns, and the manager walks in 10 minutes later, spots the console on the counter, and gives me that, you have a good story, don't you? Look. So I recount the whole thing, and the manager is getting more horrified by the second, while Fred is practically rolling on the floor with laughter. At this point, I remind the manager that I'm already not an employee, and if it gets her out of hot water, she can say she already fired Greg. The manager says, what does Greg have to do with this? I say to her, well, as you can imagine, the lady was rather peeved. And she asked me for the corporate number and my name, so I gave her the number, along with Greg's name and employee ID number. It took almost a minute for that last part to sink in. And then the manager bursts out laughing and says, well, Greg was a turd, but that was so wrong. That's when Fred says to me, what do you plan to do with the stuff she left? The manager says, OP, can you fix that? I told her I'd have to look at it first. Why? The manager then says to Fred, I don't see anything on the counter. Now the ropes were turned to me. It took me a full minute to realize what she had just said. So I quietly bundled up the whole mess and I took it home. It turns out the only thing that it needed was a new capacitor, which my brother installed as I suck at soldering. And a new fan. The case was melted, but meh, the console ran great for years after that. 
All in all, about a $550 severance package. So the lesson here is be kind. The person you're talking to may be your only hope. My goodness, guys, that story brought back good memories. The Xbox 360 and the Red Ring of Death. I remember those days. And I gotta ask for all of you who are listening who had an Xbox 360 that suffered the dreaded Red Ring of Death. Did you guys ever try that towel trick? Where you wrap the whole console in a towel, run the console so it gets super hot, in hopes that whatever part messed up causing the console to become useless magically melts together, causing it to work again. Now, I don't know if that was a crappy console or what, but I just remember going through three Xboxes because of that stupid, stupid ring of death. With that said, though, when will Karens learn that stores have cameras? Don't lie, you'll just look dumb. So here is a little backstory. I'm a painter. And no, not a house painter, but someone who paints on canvases. I paint landscapes and only landscapes, and I've been doing it for a few years now. I get my paints from a hobby store that has just about everything, and it's a well-known local store that's changed hands in the last couple of years. On this day, I was in my usual cargo shorts, which I wear year-round, even when there's snow outside. I was wearing tennis shoes and a nice pullover shirt think fancy t-shirt with a collar. Oh, and I'm like 60-ish years old. I also hadn't had a haircut in months and also hadn't shaved in like a week, so I was rather scruffy looking. Think clean homeless guy with clean clothes. And that's a big thing with my wife, as she insists I don't leave the house looking like I've lived in my clothes for a week. As you might guess, I'm also a messy painter. And I tend to get paint on my clothes, so I change into something clean and without any rips or tears before leaving the house. So I'm just standing there looking at some brushes in the store when this woman clears her throat. Now, I also get stuff in my throat, and I have a rattle sound when clearing, so my brain just filters out the sound, and I moved a little bit to the side and closer to the end cap in case I was in the way. Once again, came that throaty sound, like a frog choking on an oversized cricket while trying to sing. This time, I look at the source of the sound, and I find a woman who's maybe five foot two, a little thick, with a short fake blonde haircut, and a cart with some plastic plant foam bricks in it and raised eyebrows. Now, the uniform here is black pants and a store polo shirt of any number of colors. Oh, and each and every employee has a black apron on, except for management. It's also a pretty good sized store, and only one of its kind for an hour or two in my direction. So the store monopolizes the region. Cheaper prices can be found in the big city, but that's almost two hours away. And by the time you've spent the gas to get there and back, you've not really saved a whole lot. So now that you know the backstory, the scene plays out like this. I'm the old gnome-looking guy. There's the crazy lady, the assistant manager Judy, and the manager, who's also my wife, Katie. I say to the woman, is there something wrong with your throat? I ask that a little bit concerned. The crazy lady says, no, there's nothing wrong with my throat. What's wrong is you just standing there instead of helping paying customers. At this point, I say, ah, instantly recognizing the Karen in the wild from the many tales I've heard over the years. I say to her, you think I work here? The Karen says, no, I know you work here. I see you here all the time. I know you work here. I say to her, I'm in here all the time because I buy things. She then says to me, yeah, and the other day, I saw that you got an employee discount, so I absolutely know you work here, so help me find my stuff. With a faint smile, I say, stuff? Oh, 
you need to go to Stuff Mart. Now I nearly doubled over with laughter as her brow became a maze of lines as her two working brain cells just spun crazily inside of her cranium trying to figure out Stuff Mart and whether there actually might be a place called Stuff Mart or if I was pulling her leg. The woman then waves her hands through the air as if cleaning it of smoke and said, Never mind, you help me now. I then looked down at my cargo shorts and then said, Oh, for the sake of the argument, let's just say I do work here. Obviously, I'm not wearing the proper uniform, so it must be my day off. And as such, that would mean that I'm not working today. So tell me again, why would I help you if I'm not working today? The Karen says, Because you work here. I respond, but don't even the peons get days off when they don't have to work? Now with a really screechy voice, the crazy lady yells, Why are you playing games with me? If you don't help me right this minute, I'm gonna get you fired. And then came the call of all Karens. She says, Get me your manager. At this point, I could hear the clippity-clop of dress shoes clattering across the tiled floor at warp speed, and I knew help was soon to arrive. I then reached over and picked up a paintbrush and said, This is a paintbrush, you know? These fine bristles are all natural and can help you bring your painting to life. Karen looks at me with wide eyes and a mouth open, prepared for the early arrival of many flying insects, should they happen to be landing. And she says, What are you babbling about? I want you to find my things. The woman shouts that just as Judy, the assistant manager, and Katie, the manager, rounds the corner of an aisle to see what all the shouting was about. Judy spoke first and says, What's going on here? Now before life on Earth could draw a single breath, Karen lets out a string of, This stupid idiot worker won't help me. He's been rude to me, he keeps lying to me, and he attacked me with that paintbrush he's holding. I want the manager and I want him fired for being so stupid to be working. They should have laws about people being too stupid to have jobs. I want my things found, and I want them for free, for dealing with such an incompetent imbecile. I know the owner, and he'll fire all of you if you don't help me. Judy then looks back at me, and she covers her mouth with her hand, and turned her face to keep from laughing. Katie suppressed a chuckle and walks right up to me, and she says to me, You know, if you stay a little while, I might take you home with me. Hearing Katie say that, Karen cries, What? Whose face went beet red, and she took a step back from her cart, while Judy runs off doing her best not to laugh. Karen says, Oh my hell, what is going on here? She screamed that as though she was watching a murder being committed in front of her. She says, Are you serious? You, you, I want you to call the owner right now, right this damned minute. This kind of behavior will not be tolerated in this store. I will have you both fired right damn now. Katie says out loud, What behavior? This? She then gives me a peck on the cheek. Katie and I are about the same height, and when Katie kissed me, Karen just starts hopping around like a mad rabbit, stomping her feet into the floor. The gal on the register and Judy comes rushing to us. Judy with the store phone, and said she was calling the owner. As soon as Karen heard store owner, she grabs the phone out of Judy's hand and was running in circles, waiting for the call to go through. That's when Katie's phone rang. Katie answers the phone, and while looking at Karen dead in the eye says, Yeah, I'm the manager, and I'm the owner, and this is my husband that you've been berating. And you know what? I don't want your business. I don't want you in my store. I don't want to sell you anything. I don't want your money. And I do 
ban and I will ban anyone and everyone who's rude to any of my employees and you are banned. You will leave or I will call the police and have you arrested for harassing my husband. Oh, and he gets an employee discount because I'm the owner and I can give that discount to anyone I choose. Oh, but the Karen was having none of it. She says, that is BS. You just called her cell phone. I want the real owner, and I want the owner here right now. At this point, Katie looks at Judy and asks, have you called them yet? Yeah, Judy said, they're on their way. About a minute goes by with Karen stomping on the ground when two local police officers come around the aisle. Both officers knew Katie and Judy, as they often got stuff for their wives on the way home from their shift. So they rushed the Karen just as she threw the phone at me, hitting me in the chest. Both the police officers manhandled Karen pretty easily, and they got handcuffs on her. One took her outside, and Katie told the other that she wanted her trespassed, and knowing my wife like everyone in town does, they didn't even ask me if I wanted to press charges. Katie was the boss, and what she says goes. After it was all said and done, she looked at me with soft eyes and says, Nobody messes with my husband except me, and in my own store to boot. Guys, this might be one of the funniest, not to mention one of the most adorable and wholesome stories I've read on this channel. Freaking hilarious. And I can only imagine the woman losing her mind when she saw the manager smooching a random customer, not knowing that they're married. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here, lady. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. If you did, hit that thumbs up. And if you're not subscribed, consider subscribing so you don't miss these crazy, crazy stories. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, it's an r slash entitled people episode where a Karen mom, a psycho Karen mom, tattoos her own name on OP and it only gets worse from there. Go check it out if you haven't and myself and Stevie will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.